Hello, this is Tiara. Hello, this is Allie. And this is the Goddess Vibration. Welcome. So today we are going to talk about auras. And we wanted to talk about this because we wanted to kind of do an extension of our last episode, which was about um, uh, chakras. And if you haven't listened to that episode, please go listen to it because there's lots of valuable information in there. If you're curious about chakras and the body's chakra system, um, whether there's seven, whether there's 14, whether there's 114, we explain and break all of that down. So please go listen to that if you haven't done so. And that'll kind of help segue into this episode a little bit better. Again, I always recommend going and listening to our previous episodes because, you know, this is our podcast. So if you haven't, please do. It'll help a lot for this one. So where we left off, we were talking about all those chakras. And what I'm learning is that our chakras actually affect or they align with our auras, which is kind of neat. It is. And I also just learned like today that there are different layers to the aura because I've always thought of the aura as like this one energetic body, which I guess technically it is. But once you start getting into this stuff, it just becomes so much more nuanced and there's just so much more information and there's so much more detail to all of it. Just like with the chakras, like I didn't know there were 114 freaking chakras. Like that's insane. So we're kind of doing something similar with the auras because I think it's important to know some of the stuff, especially when it comes to maintaining your aura and protecting yourself because your aura can be damaged and attacked. So that's going to be really important. So that's why we're here. Tiara has a very interesting story about her aura being attacked, which we'll share with you. Okay. Yeah. Right. So I've been attacked literally by everything negative that's possible. So, uh, <laughs> there, I did experience, <laughs> my poor soul. So yeah, I did experience a uh, attack and uh, against my aura, um, and it it. So this is gonna kind of get a little rabbit holey because there is technology that is like um, exists within. Like it exists energetically and it's technology created and managed by the cabal that is designed to keep us in a low vibrational state. Uh, I don't know if many of you are familiar with this, but they do use tools outside of just like manipulation and programming and mind control. They do use tools and technology that does the exact same thing and it affects a lot of people. So well, I do want to talk a little bit more about that once we get going here into the depth of what auras are, because, again, it's going to be important to know these things to keep yourself safe. Definitely. Um, I will just say that the cabal and the demonic realm, they are working overtime. I saw a TikTok of this guy. Um, so there's this man, uh, I forgot his name, but he gets visions and he has dreams and he just sees things. And he said he had a vision of the, I guess you could say that the demons are like the darkness, the infernal realm. And they were celebrating 
and they were like carrying some type of I don't know casket with their antichrist and they were <laughs> celebrating because they were sending this, the antichrist into our realm and they were like you know having a party about it and then the angels he saw a vision of the angels on the other side that were like picking up their armor and like getting ready for battle and they were chanting and I was just like oh my god oh my god why didn't you send that to me oh okay I'll send it to you I forgot his name um I started following him just because I thought some of the stuff he was saying was so profound but he has this gift of um I don't know what it's called. Like when you get visions and you see is things in your seer? Maybe that's what it is. I think he is a seer. Yeah. Very, very gifted. And his like visions are super vivid and he describes them in like full blown detail. And like my mind was blown. And I was just like, holy shit. So yeah, I'll send it to you. Cool. They're working overtime. Um, and the, they unfortunately are winning. Wait, wait, currently. the dark, the darkness, the, the darkness is currently winning this war. It's depressing. It's depressing as fuck. <sighs> God. Okay. So when you say winning, do you mean people, not enough people are turning to the lights or ascending or awakening? Correct. When I say winning, I mean like more just people are not awakening oh. and They are just staying in the fear-based mentality. They're staying really in this low vibrational state. And that's exactly what they want. They want to keep people from ascending and they want to keep people from awakening. And they are completely succeeding, unfortunately. God, that's so awful. Yeah, I'm sitting thinking like, okay, what more can we do here? Like, we got this podcast. We're trying to reach the masses. I'm actually getting ready to launch a spiritual business, um, which I haven't shared. But yeah, I'm preparing to launch a spiritual business. And um, I'm going to launch a coaching program. It's, It's designed to help people who have started the awakening process and need a boost or who are doing their ascension and are stuck um, with an emphasis and focus on trauma. So, you know, I know Allie offers spiritual coaching services. So, gosh, I feel like we're doing everything we can. I'm just like, dang, what what else is there? Like, what more could we do to make this, I don't know, to help people? We'll just have to rack our brains and see what else we can do. Tiara and I have also talked about opening up our channeling sessions to the public. Oh, yes, we have. We haven't gotten around to that yet. It's in the process of being developed and hopefully we'll launch that soon. But it gives people the opportunity to join our channeling sessions and kind of meet some of the entities that we commune with. And I'll just tell you, these channeling sessions have are just so profound for us because we just ask so many questions in regards to the ascension process like what's going on in terms of the spiritual war like what's happening on our planet and you know this is information that we want to share with the public it is for the record so we used to hold channeling sessions like each week my life has been a chaotic hectic mess so i haven't been in the energetic space to do so but i'm hoping um 
maybe November, since I'm I'm transitioning spaces, that I'll be in a better energetic space to at least do a channeling session um, early November. Otherwise, we'll have to wait till recovery from my surgery, uh, which I'm having on November 9th. Um, but so what I'm thinking is we'll probably schedule our first for like the end of November or early December to open to the public. And they are profound. Interesting. They are profound. And we've never done this before. Um, I had to ask in one of our previous channeling sessions that just TR and I have, I had to ask these entities their opinion. Is it okay? Would you be willing to allow us to channel you for the public? And they loved it. They all yeah. were on board. Right. So they have something to say and we have the gifts to share what they have to say. And I think this is a great opportunity for anyone who's interested in us or interested in what we do or interested in, you know, seeing what channeling is all about. This is your chance. Okay. So I had the thought of doing this on TikTok live. Ooh, right. But we do need permission because the entities hate TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they hate TikTok because I'm going to be honest, like some of the most profound readings and messages, spiritual messages that have like altered the course of my journey have come from TikTok. And I don't understand the hate that they have for TikTok. I mean, I kind of understand it, but... At the same time, I'm just like, oh, I have gotten profound information from TikTok. So, yeah. I don't think they have the problem with the profound information that you find on TikTok. I think the problem that they have is just there's a lot of imposter syndrome on TikTok. There's a lot of misinformation. There's a lot of ego also attached to TikTok. And I think that's their issue with it. Hmm. Okay. I just, you know, I always laugh when they're like fuck tiktok and i'm like uh i just posted another video so i don't know what you're gonna you know <laughs> fyi <laughs> anyway um so yeah so we're exploring possibly doing it tiktok live um i think that'll reach a lot of people honestly um and you know it's still a good way to get donations and get funds and so forth um again we're just exploring but we do want to reach a larger audience. So if you guys are our listeners who are listening, and if you know anyone like interested in the spiritual journey, or if you find us entertaining, like please share our podcast. Oh my God, please do. Because all the information information that we're sharing with you guys is information you really aren't getting elsewhere. Like it, it like honestly, I go on TikTok and I don't see a lot of people talking about some of the stuff we're talking about. Like maybe one or two people that I'm like, oh, yeah, we talked about that the other day. But for the most part, like the spiritual, <laughs> I hate to clown them. The spiritual people on TikTok are just love and light. And oh, my God, these readings, look at these cards. They're so pretty. This is about you. You're awesome. <laughs> I'm like, OK, so who's talking about shadow work and who's talking about soul sabotage and who's talking about aura attacks, psychic attacks? past life you know issues like is anyone like i just i don't know i just feel like our information is just so unique and it's just it's it's different and you know i really want to reach as many people as we can it is unique it's also 
it's also truthful. I know something that was really important for me is just to be like truthful and authentic and honest. And I may not hit every point correctly, but I certainly try. Um, It's definitely important for me to be authentic and honest only because there is a very dark side and like there, there can't be light without darkness. And it's really, and it's really important to understand that there cannot be light without darkness. There has to be both because there has to be balance. Mm. I talk a lot about balance because everything is balance. Your yin yang balance. Um, your masculine energy, your feminine energy should be balanced. Your chakras should be balanced. Like everything comes down to balance. And instead of seeing or perceiving shadow work as this dark, evil, scary thing, you know, I have a friend who said something to me a few months ago that he said to me, hey, I'm going to start working with my shadow. And I said, okay, well, what's the end goal? And he was like, I want my shadow to work with me and be my friend. And I was like, I don't think I've ever heard anyone say that before. That's so and profound. It's so profound. And I love I was, that. I was just like, oh, I love you. Like, I love what you're doing. I love your perspective on it. And really, like, that should be everyone's perspective because you can't get rid of your shadow. You need to learn how to work with your shadow and make your shadow your friend. And I was just like, this is amazing. I love the work that you're doing. And I'm going to start, like, I'm going to start implementing that into, like, my coaching program because I love it. I love that too. And by the way, the whole thing about the divine masculine scaling or not could be its own <laughs> podcast episode. Um, her friend is a divine masculine and like we admire him so much. And, you know, we just, we don't see a lot of divine masculines in our area. So it's just really, really refreshing to see a masculine doing that work and like understanding the significance and like the nuance behind it. So we do admire Allie's friend. And Columbia? Yes. Oh my gosh. So we got on this tangent and we've been talking for like 15 <laughs> minutes on a tangent. But I wanted to start off, and Ali can speak more to this because I feel like she's more of the aura expert than I am, about what an aura is. And like, I don't know if we really want to talk about the layers of the aura, but I think we should at least define what it is and how it connects to the chakras because it definitely does. An aura is a supposed, em, what is it, emanation? Emanation. Sur- emanation surrounding the body of a living creature and regarded as an essential part of the individual. So that means the emotional, mental, or spiritual levels form an energy field around the body known as an aura. And those energy field is built from the layers of all the colors of the chakras. And so when you're looking, if you are gifted and you can see people's auras, the colors might be like 
mixed together kind of like a rainbow it kind of or finger painting you know like when you're five and you're like learning how to mix all these colors is kind of like that like an aura can be very similar to like finger painting which is really interesting have you seen that i mean i know you can kind of see auras but have you seen people with like rainbow auras no okay i haven't either the only rainbow aura I've ever saw was in one of our earlier channeling sessions last year. Oh, and yeah. The Galactic Federation came up as like rainbow. That's wild. I forgot all about the Galactic Federation. You guys, we channel some big energies in our Very. channeling sessions. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. I completely forgot about that. And that was really the only time I ever saw like rainbow. So the way we do our channeling sessions is typically I'm the channeler and Allie's the seeker. So she will kind of guide and call upon the entities and she can also see auras. So it's so helpful because each entity has a very specific aura colors. And oftentimes we know who the entity is just by looking at their aura, which is really cool. It's fun. It is fun. So... Auras are very, very similar to the chakras. The state of your aura is really important and it matters. And oftentimes the state of the chakras will affect the state of your aura. So if you're in a low vibrational state, um, it's going to affect your chakras, but it's also going to affect your auras. And it's also likely to open you up to psychic attack. As unfortunate as that sounds, it is a thing that happens. Um, I do think me and Ali have both been subject to psychic attack particularly at the lower vibrations that we were at and like still like I know for me that it can still happen just because I, I am going through a lot right now and so I do think I have s subjected myself to some some attack um, now I'm very very fortunate that I have a very powerful spiritual guidance team um, who have guarded and protected my aura and I'm so so grateful but without them like I would probably be getting attacked regularly as unfortunate as that sounds it's just you know I, i'm caught in this karmic thing with someone else and their soul has it out for me so i i have had entities protecting guard in my aura and i'm very very grateful um but i, I do want to touch touch briefly upon the psychic attacks that can affect you and your aura now, the whole psychic attack thing, I know it sounds terrifying, right? It's like you're being attacked by something you can't see, oftentimes something you can't sense. And that's terrifying. Um, and I can see why that would be terrifying. But it's good to know that this is something that can happen so that at least you can prepare yourself mentally and emotionally and know what to do and how to protect yourself. Which, by the way, the whole psychic attack thing, it's just there's so much to it. We're probably going to make it another podcast episode. But um, I just want to touch upon this kind of stuff briefly. So when you're under emotional distress, that can open you up to psychic attack. But emotional distress itself can also be an attack. Um, so when I'm talking psychic attack, I'm, I'm talking about like negative energy that is directed your way for some reason. So thinking of hexes, spells, evil eye, 
Um, I talked earlier about some of the Archon energetic technology that can affect your aura. And if you Google this or look into this, you can in certain places, including the Ascension Glossary, find information about these um, this technology that connects to the aura and siphons energy and sends negative energy to you. Uh, so I did have an experience a while back. Um, I was in a low, lower vibrational state. Again, just dealing with so much, just, just so much shit I was dealing with. Um, and this was when I was connecting regularly with D, which by the way, if you haven't listened to Adventures with D episode part one and two, please do. Cause it provides context. Um, so I kept feeling like, like low emotionally. And I felt like it was coming out of nowhere. Like I would just feel depressed, anxious, sad, um, you know, like, 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 like a failure. And it would just come out of nowhere. And I was just like, why do I keep feeling like this? Like, I'm not, it's not my natural state to feel like that. Even when I get to a low place or I'm dealing with a lot, I still don't typically feel like that. So I kept having these moments where I was just like feeling depressed and I was just like, what is going on? So I remembered after, I think I was just doing some Googling a while back and I remembered seeing something about Archon technology and how it can affect you emotionally. So I was like, hmm, I wonder if this is something that's going on with me. So I said to Dee, I was like, hey, can you take a look in my aura and see if you see anything? Like just anything unusual that doesn't belong, right? That's weird or strange or, you know, I don't really know what we're looking for. Just just, just do an aura scan, please. He was like, okay. So he does an aura scan, aura scan and he says, I see this black thing. And I was just like, what? What, what are you talking about? What, what black thing? What does it look like? Describe it. It was like, it's dark black, like the blackest black I've ever seen. Like just a deep black and it's got tentacles. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, what? Hold on, what? And he was like, yeah, it's got like long tentacles and it's like attached. And I was like, wait a minute, hold on. What, is there more <laughs> of these things? And he was like, yeah, there's one that like looks like a spider and it's also really, really black. And I was just like, no, how the fuck? Like, I got to get rid of this. And he was like, well, I don't know what, what, what you want me to do. You want me to beat it up? And I was like, no, don't touch it. <laughs> so <clears throat> I started thinking and I was like, okay, clearly I need to cleanse my aura. So I did a grounding. I did a grounding and I did a prayer. And... uh I felt like this energy wash over me as I usually do when I do these grounding sessions. And so I was like, okay, I need you to tell me the, what you see now. And he was like, everything is in pieces. Like it's like debris, like black debris. I was like, oh my gosh. So that was my experience with Archon technology. Again, this is energetic stuff that again it's technology that the archons the cabal is using that can attach to your aura and siphon energy off of you so 
clearing and maintaining your aura is so, so important. And you can do things like grounding exercises and prayers. Um, You can also listen to high vibrational music. You can do a meditation. Um, You can sage yourself. But it's definitely important, especially if you're feeling low emotions out of nowhere, to do an aura cleanse because it will make a huge difference. Absolutely. I have been so lucky where my aura really hasn't been touched like that. (laughs) I remember you telling me, like messaging me that story. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? And you started freaking me out. And I was just like, huh, okay. Well, I've heard about this stuff, but I haven't actually met anyone where it's actually happened to. And then you just kind of sent me down. I've just been on high alert ever since. Like every time my mood changes, I'm like, could this be a psychic attack? Almost to the point of paranoia. Um, oh, no. Well, not to the point of paranoia, but it is something just to be aware of. Lucky for me, I also I just have a very strong aura and it's harder for certain entities to reach me because of my frequency, luckily. Um, but. I have an excellent guidance team that I'm so fortunate to have to be able to kind of watch over me and just say, hey, like something's not right. Let's check it out. That's great. Um, For those of you who might not have that, please do heed, uh, you know, some of the guidance that I mentioned. I know that there are also people who strictly work on the aura. So I have seen people who provide services to like scan your aura um, clear it. And there was one girl, um, I'll try to get her information and put it in the show notes, who provides the service. And she also sees things that attach to the aura and they look like creatures. Like the whole tentacle thing and the spider thing was just one example because she sees things that look like slugs and snakes and like just creatures that attach to the aura and damage it and siphon energy off of you. So I do know that there are people out there that provide those specific services if you can find them. And they often work remote. Um, You could probably also get Reiki or someone who does some type of energy work to also help scan your body, scan your aura as well. So just some things to keep in mind if you're looking for support when it comes to protecting your aura or if you think you have some type of negative energy attachment, definitely try to get some support and help with that. Uh, Because sometimes you can't always take care of it yourself. Just the way it is sometimes. Aura maintenance is so important. There's also other things you can do for your aura too, like um, shower meditations, like washing, washing it away. If you meditate in the shower, definitely um, like baths too, if you prefer bath, but honestly, who has time for that these days? (laughs) I do. I love my baths. No, I love baths too. I mean, I don't have a bath. Um, It doesn't, you know, baths are very like a European kind of American thing. Like in other parts of the world, bathtubs really don't exist. Yeah, that kind of bothers me a little bit. (laughs) I'm going to Columbia in January and I was looking for a place with a bathtub and it just wasn't happening. And I was just like, what am I going to do? You're going to do shower meditations. Shower meditations are also just as great. 
I guess I should try that someday. I just, I don't know. It's not the same as a bath. Especially yes, when you're water and water, watery energy. Like I have a lot of water in my chart. Um, and I don't know. I just, I love water. I do too. Well, you also have a lot of water in your chart. I do. And I've always also been really drawn to water too. This yeah. Why, like I've lived in like places like Hawaii and California across the street from the beach because I just, I was so obsessed with the ocean and oddly enough, it's kind of changed for me where I am now obsessed with mountains and countryside and greenery. It's weird. Oh, you're shifting into your queen of pentacles energy. I think so. I love that. I think my natural energy is supposed to be queen of cups, but I'm not quite there yet. (laughs) (laughs) Understandably, you have a lot going on. I do have a lot going on. But auras is, it's definitely one of those things that you need to be mindful of because we all have them. It's everyone has an aura. Everyone like there are, it's a gift. People can see auras. And you can actually train yourself to see auras, which is something I didn't really know you could do until I think it was Tiara that said, you know, you can just train your eye. And so we found some TikToks, we found some YouTubes, and it's you have to have like, it's easiest to do it with a hand. And if you have a hand and if you have like a white background, you can train your eyesight to see auras. Yes. And so... We had been doing this for a little bit Um, and not just your hand. Like you can also look at other parts of the body. Like I like to look at the head, but it's, it's so interesting because you, you sort of have to focus on like where the flesh is and you'll see like this thin little energetic layer. It's so hard to describe, but what I see is like a very thin energetic layer um, closest to the flesh and it sort of just kind of emanates a color. Um, and it's so, so fascinating because we've, <laughs> we we did this thing where we were like messaging all the people we know. We were like, all right, I'm going to look at your aura. Just like send me a photo and then I'm going to see what your aura is. And people are fascinated like with seeing their auras. It is a really fascinating thing to look at people's auras. So we learned some things about our aura, myself and Allie. And I think we have the same color, right? Yeah. Unfortunately, yours, yours has changed. Oh, currently? Yeah. Okay. At that time, when, you know, I was in a better place, uh, I think we were both white. We were. Okay. Wait, I need to know my aura color now. What is it now? I know, like, a couple months ago, you had sent me your aura color or your hand, and you said, what's my aura color? And you had, I think it was violet, and that was a couple months ago, so I don't know what you are. Oh, oh, okay. Okay, got it. So apparently white is like the highest vibrational aura color, right? Is that true? Highest? I'm not 100% sure on, but I know that it's it's the rarest. Oh, got it. Okay, okay. So in our experience with looking at people's auras, I noticed that most people tend to be like orange- Yellow, Yellow, green, green. Yeah. Um, when we or mostly Allie looks at 
the auras of some of these entities that we interact with, like spirit guides, angels, gods, they tend to be like violets, whites, gold, gold, gold is another one, um, gold or golden, uh, silver and, and grain. Oh, you've seen silver? Yeah. I have. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, we have also seen the aura of demonic entities. Again, mostly Ali. Uh, which is typically like black. Black, deep, dark reds, like tints of red and black, just like the deeper. Dark. And here's the thing about auras, too, is that. If your aura is orange, it could just be a different shade of orange. And that actually has different meanings, too. Oh, yes, that's right. So, oh, my gosh, there's probably thousands of aura colors because within each color you get different shades. Um, And it's almost like they're all distinct colors, even though that, you know, we have our main primary colors here on Earth that we can see with our eye. I feel like energetically speaking, that the aura colors are almost infinite. Like they're just so distinct. I I would agree with that, that they are almost infinite, especially because the shades can always be changing. Your aura color could always be changing. And Mm. there's just so many different factors like emotional state, your physical body that could that could change your aura at any given time. Yes. And I forget about how health can also affect your aura because, you know, oftentimes health is connected to your chakras and the state of your chakras affects the state of your aura. So that makes total sense. Right. Because the chakras, I mean, the chakras can be aligned with different organs in your body and the different part in organs in your, and this is in Chinese medicine that I'm referencing, but if, you know, my acupuncture my acupuncturist works with the colors that are correspond to different organs in the body. So he's really familiar with like the chakra colors and then how it works with your body. And he's actually like training me too. like, he's like, if you're in meditation because he knows I see colors, he was like, depending on the shade of the color, it could be your body communicating with you that that organ actually needs your attention. Hmm. That's interesting. Super interesting. Allie has this acupuncturist that's like so fascinated with her. (laughs) And she goes to these appointments and he's always like blown away by either something she's done or said or just like by her state of being. And I just think it's so funny. Well... I mean, to me, really high vibrational beings is not, you don't come across them every day. That's true. That's, that's very true. And I forget, unfortunately, how rare that is right now to come across a high vibrational being. Um, So no, I get that. That makes total sense. We need more people in 5D, guys. We need a lot more people in 5D. (laughs) Like so many more. (laughs) So, you know, we're we're putting resources out there to help you guys get there. And like I said, I'm launching a coaching program to assist with that effort, too. It's beta. So basically, it's the test, like tests, testing version. And then it's going to require giving feedback and telling me about the program. And then I'm going to launch like an actual program after that. 
So for the beta, it's like 50% off. It's significantly cheaper. So, you know, if you guys are interested, definitely shoot me an email. I'll get you on the list. And I do my individual coaching. I have it. I'm looking into a program. Programs have never really kind of been my thing only because depending on where you are in your journey, you might only want bits and pieces of the program. And so it's like, for me personally, like Mm -hmm. absolutely no disregard to what TR is doing. It's just for me personally, if I only want bits and pieces of the program, I'm not going to want to spend all that money for, you know, just the sections that I want. Like, all right. So that's why I do the individual, but I, I am exploring the coaching program. I'm going to kind of see how things go with Tiara. She can kind of be my guinea pig. <laughs> I don't mind that. I don't mind that. I'll but, be the guinea pig. But I love my individual coaching. I have some amazing clients. We do, we have a lot of fun and also just really profound shifts in healing but I also, I love this podcast. I love being able to just come on and speak to you guys weekly and just kind of, you know, help out my throat chakra and <laughs> have this outlet. And so I really appreciate everyone who comes and tunes in. Speaking of that, apparently there are entities that also love this podcast because sometimes when we're rec- recording, we will hear fuzzies and it always seems to be associated with entities that are tuning in and listening so keep that in mind you guys when you're listening to this that they're also listening um and you know they have their opinions of our podcast too maybe we'll share some of those later i hope we do but we are always being watched i think tiara has mentioned this i mean outside of the adventures in d and her and her whole soul family drama um, Tiara and I are heavily watched. I think they think we have very interesting lives and we are kind of their reality TV show. <laughs> oh my God. Like, I don't understand it. I like, I honestly don't understand it. Like, and we've tried to explore what it's about, like why they're so interested in us. And it seems to be that, I don't know, uh, my story in particular is just so juicy that they just can't resist like following it. And I'm just like, okay, which by the way, my story has gotten so much more complex that I don't even know where to begin after Adventures with D. Like, I don't even know where to go. I know I need to share more of my story. It's just gotten so, so deeply complex that I'm just like, which way would I, should I go with this? Um, I'm working on it because I do want to share more of my story. But um, yeah, apparently it's just like one of the most juiciest stories in the entire universe. So I'm like, okay, I guess, you know, we're just going to have to be the reality TV show of the universe, <laughs> which we call, by the way, the divine clusterfuck. <laughs> and I'm always like, all right, what's going to happen on this episode of the divine clusterfuck? Tune in. Are you guys tuning in? All right. It's grown to like divine clusterfuck infinity. <laughs> Right, like, so we had parts. <laughs> we had parts where it was just Divine Clusterfuck and then di- uh, Divine Clusterfuck 2.0 to Divine Clusterfuck Infinity. And I'm just like, okay, well, this is never going to end. So I think we have to officially add Infinity <laughs> to it. I know. I'm just like, what? Why? Why me? Okay. Anyway, so 
So, yeah, so some couple things to uh, look forward to going down the line here. I am working on sharing more of my story, putting it all together. And um, like I said, we are going to do a separate episode on psychic attacks because I think that's really important right now. Um, I do see a lot of TikToks of people talking about psychic attacks, but I just I feel like the information isn't accurate always. So I want to clarify some of that stuff. And, you know, that'll include talking about Archon technology and like, you know, ways you can protect yourself and that kind of thing. And TR and I are also working on some things like we have to get some clarity on some things about my story before we start talking about some of it. I can't share all of it, but I can definitely share some of it. But we have some work to do to gather that information. Yes, that's right. I forgot about that. We do want to know your story. And her secret recipe for success. Yeah, I don't really. I'm not even sure what that is. It's all very like instinctive and intuitive. And I don't really know how I got where I am today. I I know I put in the work. Mm -hmm. And I know that. I trust my instincts and I trust myself. And I think that has a lot to do with it. Yeah. But it's just like, how do you infuse that into people, into the soul, like permanently? Like I just, that's where it gets tricky, especially human souls. Right, exactly. And that's where it does get tricky. But I mean, I've been seeing great success with my clients, like really, really profound shifts. So, Oh, that's wonderful. Something's working. I love that. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode. If you listened from beginning to end, I always wonder wonder how many people actually listen to the entire podcast from beginning to end. We appreciate you're still you here. Guys. <laughs> we we appreciate you guys and thank you so much. And you know, I really hope that our our like honesty and authenticity and some laughs come out of this podcast because you know sometimes you just to get through the dark shit that we've been through we just find humor in it because that's really one of the only ways to move forward oh if it wasn't for humor i would probably be institutionalized and i'm not joking (laughs) (laughs) yeah so yeah so we do like to infuse humor into our podcast so you know, we appreciate you guys tuning in and listening. If you want to know more about our podcast or myself or Allie, you can visit our website at www.goddessvibrationstudio.com. Thank you. Thank Have you. A great week. Bye, guys. Bye bye.